Welcome to the Kingsley Grant Show, the podcast dedicated to helping you become the leader everyone loves and wants to follow. Kingsley believes his leadership paradigm, emotelligence, the art of succeeding where others failed, is the key to achieving this status. On this show, Kingsley guides you through the uncharted waters of emotional intelligence and leadership essentials, with the guarantee that upon exit, you will become more skilled in relationship management, decision-making, and job performance. Now here's your host, your coach, and your Sherpa, Kingsley Grant. Here we go, here we go, here we go. This is your boy, Kingsley Grant, behind the Jamaican microphone, bringing you yet another exciting episode of the Kingsley Grant Show. Let me say thank you for being here today. I do appreciate you taking the time to listen to this show. I truly appreciate that. You make it possible. And today we are going to talk about our second secret of successful leadership. And that is relationship management. And yes, the last episode, I would say yesterday because... That's when I recorded episode 32, and if you listened to that, which I hope you did, if you have not, let me suggest you go back and listen to that episode where I talk about the first secret, and I also call it secret sauce of successful leadership, and I talk about a word that is not used too often, but it's one that I believe is going to be resurrected in the space of leadership, and that is stewardship. You have to listen to all of that that episode to get what I I mean by that, and I hope you did, and I hope it was helpful to you as you listened. But today, we are going to talk about the relationship aspect of leadership, and maybe you are saying right away, Kingsley, Come on, I get it. I understand that relationship and leadership are almost synonymous. They go hand in hand. And, you know, if that is what you're thinking, hey, I I, I applaud that. Here is what I know. We might know that as leaders, as individuals. However, knowing something And doing something are two different things. Isn't that so? Am I right or or not? I think I am. And I think you're, you're nodding your head right now. If I could see you, I probably see that happening. Yeah, because how often do people in leadership, right? Not you, the other leader out there. How often do people who are being led by a leader, let's put it that way, have left an organization, left a team simply because the leader could not manage the relationships that he was overseeing as far as the team leader. Now, in my book on the Immortelligent Leader, I talk about this in depth about what does that look like? What do I mean when I talk about Leadership is relationship. That's how I title the chapter in my book. And what happened is after the foundational, which is stewardship, 
right, about caring and nurturing, we've got to then focus on the relationship aspect of things. What do I mean by that? Well, I want to start with the idea of how well do your people, those who are following you, know you as a leader? How, how, do they, how well do they know you? Here's what happened. People have certain perception of us based upon the limited information that they've been given. One of my, my often used phrase and something I have used often in coaching and also in counseling as a psychotherapist is this phrase, the more you know, the less you judge. The more you know, the less you judge. Isn't that so? When you have more information than you now have about a situation or a person, don't you adjust your judgment around that? For example, in the era of emotional intelligence, and we talk about that in previous episodes, and we will continue to to bring that up because the whole idea behind this show is where leadership skills and emotional intelligence skills intersect. And as you've heard me say, that this is about a joint, continuous development of a leader. You've got to have both been done at the same time. But imagine that you have, you hold maybe weekly meetings or bi-weekly meetings, however you hold meetings, and say that there are individuals or a individual, an individual, I should say, who, who shows up to the meeting late on a regular basis. And, you know, I raised my hand because that was me at one point. I remember that I was working at this time with this organization and, you know, the, the leaders and I had really good relationships. A good relationships. And I did not purposely use that and try to abuse that or took advantage of that, let's put it that way, in showing up to meetings late. I found myself at many times often show up to a meeting and rushing in. You know, I'm like, and I always have an excuse, right? It, don't we all? We all have that excuse why we're late. And guess what the excuse normally is? Traffic. Yeah, it's not us. It's traffic. It's not that we left, we started out late. No, it's track it. Tra- I'm tracking <laughs> traffic. It's not that we, over- we underestimated our time of getting to our destination. No, it's something else or someone else. Taking the blame for it? Of course not. We don't want to look bad. We don't want to look as if we are somehow, you know, just irresponsible. Far be far from that, right? We want to show ourselves as responsible and somebody else made us late, right? It's like the devil made us do it kind of thing. And what happened was, I remember that my 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 um, my leaders would say to me, especially one of the leaders would say to me, Kingsley, you know, I, I see that. And and here's what happened. The relationship we had, it made it kind of hard sometimes to do that kind of 
disciplinarian, you know, I need that word carefully here because I don't think there's, you know, it's not children. We're not kids. We're adults. And I remember the lady said to me, I just know that you're going to be late. And when you do show up late, I am not disappointed because when you do show up and you're late and I'm upset about it, it just throw, throws everything off. And, you know, that got to me one day and I'm thinking, oh, man, is that how I'm perceived? I'm perceived as irresponsible. And it's, it's what's going on in my head. And if at first it was funny, I thought it was. I, I saw it that way. I never even tried to make any adjustment or try to correct that because, we, you know, life went on. But after weeks and months of that, I began to think that, wow, the perception is um, irresponsible. I, How can I be the leader that I am? And all those things started going through my head. And one day, it clicked. And I cannot recall exactly how it came about, but I remember either reading, listening, or watching something. And what jumped out at me is this. When you show up late, Kingsley, Again, this is how I, I got it. How When you show up late, Kingsley, you're saying that your time is more valuable and important than the other person or persons. They can wait, but you should not wait. Wow. Imagine, that was like a two-ton brick hitting me right between the eyes. And from that moment... I decided to make a change about what I did because the relationship with my leaders, even though we had a good relationship, it was in and outside of the workplace, but I didn't want to seem like I'm taking advantage and abusing that. I wanted to preserve that relationship and I had to do my part because I understand not only were they my boss and we had that relationship, but I was also a leader and had other relationships that I had to manage. Therefore, if I'm going to manage my relationship with my followers, my team, I needed to also manage my relationship with my bosses. And I did. Why did I tell you that story? Because that might be your pet peeve. People showing up late. And what happened is, you might be the person that not like my my bosses. You may be the person that really get thrown off and upset and angry and frustrated. And everybody knows that because every word is tense and sharp and, you know, the, 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 it, the emphasis is on every word as it is so that I'm saying right now, okay? And, and that's what happens when people are upset sometimes. They don't have to say I'm upset. You hear it, you see it. And if that's, that's what happens to you, when I said earlier, the more information you have, the less you judge, you might see it as a person being intentional, showing up late. But what if... There was a legitimate reason why they did. What if you found out about why they showed up late and took the time 
to inquire. And maybe the story that is told to you is one that would cause you to take a big gulp as you feel so bad about getting upset with this person on partial information. Partial? Because all you had is what you saw, what you experienced, the person showing up late. But you don't have the context, the full context. It could be something terrible that happened to that person. So Kingsley, well, what if they're showing up every single time late? Well, that's a different story. But yet you still want to find out because you never know. It could be that every time they show up late is because, again, it's something that's outside of their control. My point is, if you're going to preserve relationships, and if leadership is about to be successful and the secret sauce is how you manage relationship, you've got to, you've got to do something a bit different than what you would normally do. You've got to do something different than what other leaders might do. Get to know your people. Get to know them so well that when something happens that is out of character, doesn't fit, at that moment, you can check in by being curious. And I did a, an episode about the curious leader and why they're more successful. You can go back and listen to that episode. But by being more curious... You're showing that you care. You genuinely care about that person's well-being. It's managing the relationship. That is so important. But again, it's like you're getting them to know that you understand. It's not necessarily you agree and you are kind of condoning the behavior. No, you're simply saying, let me pull back the curtains a little bit. And see what is below that. Let me find out. And the second part of the relationship management. Remember, relationship is always 50-50. Meaning that you are responsible for 50% of the relationship. And the other person is responsible for 50% of the relationship. Now, this is different from a person saying, oh, you know, it's 50-50 means you give 50%, I give 50%. No, we give 100%. To our 50%. Does that make sense? We give 100% to our 50% because that's the only thing we can manage is the half that we bring to the relationship ourselves. And if we can do self awareness as a key component of emotional intelligence and manage our emotions, then we have already our 50% in to having a good relationship. We have a 50% start, head start in a relationship when we're managing ourselves first. But imagine this going even a step further where you are taking the time to let your people get to know you, your vulnerabilities, that you are a human being, right? Because sometimes we, we know this as leaders, or someone in an expert position. For example, when I did when I do counseling as a psychotherapist, most of my clients come with the idea that I'm the expert and they want me to fix them or fix their 
their their child or just you know just fix something for them and what they are thinking is i have learned very well how to do that in my own personal life and therefore i should be able to do that and that's the the, the impression that most people have or the perception that they have right what they don't realize is that like them i too have my own issues i too experience pain and anguish and grief and loss and and all of that but i've got to bring my best self because it's not about me in those moments it's about them but at times while they're sharing what i will do sometimes is what i call self disclose meaning not to take advantage or to say yeah i hear your story but oh you let me tell you about my story when you hear my story it's going to blow your story out of the water it's not about that it's not to see who can bring the best story and outdo the other no it is simply saying i self disclose to let the person see just enough behind the window the door that i have had experiences that are similar just to let them know i empathize i understand i feel where they're coming from and try to level the playing field so we can really work together and come out with with res- outcomes or solutions that are more fitting my question is does your people your team members do they ever see you you know people always say hey, don't let them see you sweat have you heard that phrase before don't let them see you sweat <laughs> and 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 I I understand I get that if you are in a competition when I'm seeing people like you know on a track and field competition or people who are boxers or whatever the case might be that when you're in and against your opponent and you might feel a bit nervous or kind of doubtful about something you've got to put on your a game you can't let them see your sweat and i get it in those moments i understand that but when it's taken to the extreme it may suggest that you should never show any vulnerability or any kind of quote weakness unquote and it's not about weakness it's simply saying I want to create a more intimate relationship. I want to go deeper. I want to build this relationship with you. And when your team members see you doing that, when they can realize you are a real person, <laughs> you have blood running through your veins like they do, you perspire like they do, you have fears at times like they do. you're unsure about certain things like they do some things you just don't know like they do when you're able to peel back and show them those things then this become the secret sauce of how you motivate how you get more product productivity from them or production productivity because what happened is not that you make that the first goal like productivity or motivated no you made the relationship 
when the relationship is intact, when the relationship is clicking and working like a smooth, oiled machine, then, my friend, you'll get everything else that you're looking for. That's why I said the second secret or secret sauce to successful leadership is how you manage relationships. So how are you doing in this department? How would you grade yourself today in managing relationships around you? What would your followers say? Would they say you are a good relationship manager? Would they say you are a person that care and show yourself to them and wanting them to know more? Would they say that there is a, like a, you know, you're a higher, so you're in this upper position, which it is understandable. That's your position as a leader. But do, would they say that you don't ever try to close a gap and get to understand them, get to know them, get to be on the same level? Would they say that? But my friend, I don't know where you are in this whole idea of relationship management, but I hope you're hearing today that it's very important. It's imperative that you make this a priority because when the relationship or relationships are right, then almost everything else flows out of that. Get the relationship right first and see what happens. I guarantee the results will be different. Are you struggling today with getting people to do things? Can I suggest start with the relationship? Step back for a second and be honest. Be brutally honest. Even ask your people about this. Maybe taking an emotional intelligent assessment test. And if you're interested in that, let me know. As a matter of fact, what I'm doing is coaching some people. I will be putting together a coaching group to work with this very thing, helping you, people like yourself as leaders, to develop themselves better in these areas. Because sometimes it's not your fault. It's not that you don't want to. Maybe you just don't know how to. Maybe you, you are afraid. Maybe you are, you're unsure that what if people misunderstand and take advantage of, you know, and, and maybe that's where you're coming from. And I, and I, if that's the place, I, I, cannot, I can see that. But here's what happened. It's not going to serve you to remain in this space. Therefore, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you. So if you would be interested in getting some coaching, then reach out, reach out to me, let me know. And my new book, The Immortelligent Leader, is, will be released on April 30th, which is, a, as of this recording, it's a few days from now. So if you're listening to this episode after April 30th, you should be able to get the book on Amazon. And I would love for you to get a copy of that. I will also be making an announcement. We have a Facebook launch live party at 7.45 p.m. Eastern Time, April 30th. Would you join me? And one of those best ways to do that is join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Emotelligent Leader, E-M-O-T-E-L-L-I-G-E-N-T, Emotelligent Leaders. Join the Facebook group. And I mean, request to join, and we have the you have to answer three questions, and then I will 
make sure that you are a right fit and invite you in. Because I'll be doing a number of things there and I want you to do want you to be a part of this this movement. Okay? So I hopefully you join me and I hope this episode was helpful to you. And don't forget about the Facebook launch. So follow me. Listen to the Iron Upcoming episodes because the next episode, episode number 34, will be the next secret sauce, right? About secret sauce number three or secret number three for successful leadership. And that will be on partnership. It's the king's of the partnership. What's the difference between that and relationship? Well, you have to listen to that to find out. Okay, my friend, remember this. You are one skill away from all that I discussed today. One skill. And that's a skill I'm hopefully teaching you through this podcast and through my book. But also, if you need to go deeper and get the one-on-one help in coaching, then reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you and also hear what you're thinking about this show. If you're on, if you're on iTunes listening to this podcast, please leave me a rating and a review. I would truly appreciate that. With that said, my friend, peace out, God bless, and I'll see you on the flip side. Yeah.